This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by Rip Curl's Mirage Activate Board Short. On sale today. This is Mick Fanning's secret weapon. The ultimate compression liner board short. Developed by the three-time world champ, Mick, he's that fucking good Fanning, and WSL co-medical director and sports medicine specialist, Dr. Tim Brown. The targeted technology within the board short helps you surf stronger for longer. It works by activating core surfing muscles to balance power, posture, and joint alignment. The firm yet flexible fit also offers rash protection, decreasing lactic acid buildup. This all amounts to board shorts that let you perform at a higher level and recover faster. I was struggling with tight hips and a little lower back stiffness, explains Fanning, about why he sought out the tech during his three times world title campaigns. I finally got my hands on a pair of the liners, put them on, went for a surf, and instantly it felt like someone had grabbed my butt cheeks and lifted them together and made them real perky. What that did was ease up on my whole back. The looseness that I felt in my mid and upper back, I went surfing and didn't have any stiffness whatsoever. Are you kidding me? Bodies that lift your butt cheeks and make them perky? Woo! Get me some of that gear. When you put these shorts on, it almost feels like someone has grabbed you from behind and given you a good old lift, continues Dr. Tim Brown. Really helps to align the body and it helps to make your body feel more powerful. And in fact, it helps your performance the first time you put them on. Other technical features include hydrophobic quick dry coating, body mapping silicon grip, rash free fly mesh, a surf grip waistband, secure lock draw cord, aerotech outer shell, and recycled Mirage Pro fabric. Fucking get that in here. <laughs> Ah, the shorts come with a 30-day performance guarantee where you can return them for a full refund or credit if you're not 100% stoked with how they work. Head to your closest Ripcurl store or board short stockist to try some on and feel the difference or check them out online. Ripcurl.com <laughs> Get those perky cheats tweet! The Ripcurl Mirage Activate is available for the first time ever today. And don't forget, you can sign up to Club Rip Curl while you're there. Rip Curl, mate. Blitzed. ATS. Perky as a motherfucker. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh, yeah. Baby, I can't get enough. Yeah, Shredheads, Waxheads, Kooks and Barneys, welcome to Ain't That Swell, Blitzed, a very special episode of Blitzed on a day of very mixed emotions for not only our Hawaiian surfing family, but uh, also our eastern suburbs surfing family who lost one of their own uh, just a couple of days ago, Um, so... Just before we get into this, uh, yeah, like to just dedicate this episode both to Kalar Grace, who is currently uh, in a serious condition in hospital after sustaining a, a brutal wipeout of sorts at uh, at Pipeline at the backdoor shootout yesterday, and also uh, to Myron Love and Jackson Love, uh, t- two great friends of the show. Uh, Myron passing away in a, a plane crash in Nepal. Uh, in the last couple of days, just awful news. Um, my heart's 
and prayer my heart and prayers go out to um all those involved both uh the ho clan the kala grace clan um the, the love clan i mean it's it's just a, a really difficult day so um that said this is for sure one of uh the great podcasts i've ever been a part of uh this will be my co's first time on a podcast uh, i think potentially the first time I've had Mason on too. Um, and uh, yeah, just one of the greatest spectacles in surfing history went down the last couple of days. If you haven't tapped in yet, go and uh, just suss out the broadcast. You can watch all 16 hours of it uh, on the Dahui channel. Or I think it's on the Surfline channel, actually, the Dahui backdoor shootout. Just absolutely brutal conditions. Um terrifying challenging and equally mesmerizing a wild event and uh yeah we've got logan from the snapped five team that the head honcho there uh and the man behind the snapped surf films absolutely core classics mason and Maiko in that order this is a real treat enjoy yeah brother fuck yeah we're on sick we're on fuck all right mental man um we'll Let's just start with you, brother. Like, uh, talk us through the day's action. I mean, you're the head honcho behind my favorite team in the event. Fuck, dude. How did it look <laughs> from where you were watching? That was skits. Fuck, it was pretty sick. Well, there's so much leading up to it. There's so much shit that goes on behind behind the scenes leading up to these things. Like, first, just picking the teams hard, you know, because I have a lot of guys in the snap movies from over here in Hawaii. Um and then right off the bat, right when we picked the team, then Parker fucking got smoked in Barbados. So we had to pull him off the team. And then it was like, who do we put on? And then I'm like, fuck, how good would it to be to see Marzo out there? Oh, um, what a even selection. Though he hasn't surfed, even though he hasn't surfed there in 12 years, he hasn't been on the North Shore in 12 years. We just know fucking what a savage he is in barrels. And only reason he's not here is because the crowd's and shit. So this might be like perfect opportunity so i called mace asked him what he thought he was fucking levitating on the idea <laughs> so, then, so then we rang up marzo got him in and then fuck as we got closer uh josh moniz got fucking bit by a dog so then he was gonna be out and then my co was right there when i got the call and everyone's like thinking who should we put in i'm like fuck we're putting mike in if he if he wants to because how legendary would it be for everyone to see him surfing the event with no one else out there with Mason and with these guys. So, um, so leading up to it, that was going to be the call. It was going to be Mason, Mike, and then uh, uh, Seth Moniz, Benji, and Clay. And then sure enough, Mason got fucking hurt. He took four stitches in the leg. So long story short, he ended up replacing uh, – so Mike ended up replacing Mason. Wow. So, so that, was, that was kind of the lead up to the thing. And Benji got staffed too a couple of days before. So no point, way. Are we even going to have a team by the time they kick this thing off? But what the <laughs> no, fuck? it all worked out perfect. So cursed, man. That's psycho. Yeah, it was good though. It made, made it entertaining. It was never a dull moment leading up to this thing for sure. But, but um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Oh, man. Talk to us about Marzo's performance. I loved it. You know, he took such a unique approach out there, just like trippy positioning on the drop and, I don't know, not going like necessarily the craziest ones, but like sometimes those inside double up kind of boog ones he was on. Like, fuck, it was such a kind of mesmerizing performance if, if you're a Marzo guy, which I am. 
Yeah, I mean, too. I mean, I think everyone was psyching on him. It's like you said, I think he nailed it. It's like he didn't even get the best ways, but he's still just the lines he draws, you know, and the and the shit that he does is so different. Um, he's like a fucking alien. He didn't even have boards for the event. That was another thing. Like, fuck, I had to find him. I found him a 6'8 from Arakawa and then a 6'8 from Takoro. And I had to help get our hands on them for him because he doesn't even have boards for pipe, you know. Um, so that was another thing leading up to the event. We had to kind of help him with some uh, some ammo to to to, uh, to ride out there because we saw the forecast was getting to where like he probably was not going to surf out there on a shortboard. But um, yeah, I mean, every time he stood up, obviously you just you're sitting there like fucking in, in awe, like what's this guy going to do? Which makes it so exciting, you know and um, I think, you know, that's kind of what the fans want. So between him and Mike and everything, it was, it was pretty exciting. It was pretty unorthodox, you know, because a lot of the other teams are just fucking gnarly, uh, you know, young guys that surf pipe all the time. And I feel like we kind of went a different direction, bringing, bringing Pops in at 65, almost 66, and then Marzo, who hasn't even been to the North Shore in 12 years. <laughs> So good. You're running some like Harlem Globetrotters spec, just bringing in guys from across the generations, like just trick shot merchants. So sick. Harlem Globetrotters are, are more like the bad news bears, but yeah. <laughs> Man, I was loving Pretty it. Classic. Man, talk us through your highlights from the day. Um, so many. Where do you, what do you choose? There was so, so many. I was actually kind of numb by the end of it. Just like I didn't have any anywhere for my adrenaline or my like or to go just maxed out um fuck i guess you know we kind of had a shocker i mean i think a lot of the teams had a shocker on that first day there might have been a few like you know cherry pick scores from that first day but i think most of the teams in general had a shocker like one guy in each team might have got a score but in general i think the teams in general all kind of had a rough go that that first day and uh so I think the highlight was right off the bat. I think within the first 30 or 45 seconds, Benji had, had nailed off uh, a really good wave. And uh, to me, I was like, okay, here we go. That's, that's how we want to start things off. And then the boys started getting some. Um, every time Mike stood up, it was like heart fucking dropping in your stomach because you're like, oh, you don't want to see the guy get hurt. For me, I'm thinking, you know, because it was so dangerous out there too, right? I'm thinking – I'm in pretty nice standings with the whole family. So if something happened to Mike and he got hurt, fuck, I would have felt really bad. But every time he stood up on a wave, you're just like, holy fuck, what's going on here? Is he is he going to be all right? And like, it was like the furthest thing. Was he be all right? He was just fucking ruling it. I mean, you know, the, the, the fucking last wave that he got where he let go of his rail and just fucking stood up there. I mean, it looked like kind of like, Kind of reminding me of Bruce at the Eddie at the end, you know, where he just fucking let go of his rail, fucking put his hands up, looked at the fucking crowd. But then I think he he said, like, he, he realized he could make it. So he tried to, like, actually doggy door the thing, no-handed. <laughs> um, and uh, to me, that was, like, kind of the, the most psycho ride, just considering all the elements of, like, Mike and his age and how what a legend he is to be doing that. Because, you know, you see all the other guys – Fuck, even like Seth or Josh, you know, they're grabbing their rail and getting the score. Mike is just fucking ditching his, ditching his hand on the rail and just saying, fuck it. And uh, it was cool, too. When he'd come in, he'd be telling you all the insight and shit on it. And he's, he's just such a classic character. Um, but then, you know, the conditions, too, and everything, I like I had told Mason Lee up to the event, like, fuck it, man. I got a really good feeling about Benji because cool. 
just how heavy it was. I'm like, fuck, this shit's got his name written all over it. Holy shit. He's just such a maniac when it when it gets big and psycho like that. Man, that uh, one he got, uh, that kind of double barrel one, it's just like, yeah. oh my lord. That thing was so crazy on the first section and then gets the bonus yeah. and, and kind of doggy doors it. But his technique, uh, you know, a lot of guys front side out there, on the bombs were really struggling to, you know, it, it, it was almost as though like the, the right takeoff position to knife it actually put you too deep where you like, I don't know if they were undergunned. I saw Cole Rothman uh, on yeah, a couple I was just of gonna say, fucking I was psycho just gonna ones. Say, exactly. They didn't Cole make Rothman it. Just came to mind when you said that. Yeah. It, it was almost like, um, you know, that they would, they would be in the perfect spot, but whether they were undergunned and, and then the, the, it would just freight train past them and eat them up. Like, there was a couple of the craziest front side knifings on like, you know, what I'm calling like at least 12 foot, like thick 12 by 10 foot fucking pipe cabins. And these guys were just getting chewed up by the thing. But uh, it's, a, I guess Benji kind of looked like he was on a bit of a longer board to color and, and the like. And I guess that's the, the juggling act that the surfers were trying to kind of come up with the answer for where you, where it's like what well, do you want a board where you can weave and pump in the pit or do you, do you want a, a step up where you can just kind of choose your line a little bit uh, better and, and may potentially put you in front of uh it's not because there's not a whole lot of weaving you're doing in a fucking 10 by 12 foot uh pipe yeah I, I i think for benji too that was like i think that's as big a board as he ever rides out there i think that i think he was going with a six eight um no one's out there on an 8-0. Obviously, that was the only kind of devastating thing on the event is not having Mason there. He's just laid out on the couch thinking, can I surf tomorrow? But his leg is just so fucked. But I know it. Imagine him out there on the 8-0 just fucking looking for the unicorn gorilla bowl. <laughs> yeah, I was tripping on uh, – I was so sad not to have Mason there. But I was also tripping on the absences of the, the Florence brothers, John and Nate, not sure – what there are uh, reasons for not competing. Well, I think I saw Nate at, at, at Jaws, but Jaws, oh, yeah, man, yeah, like, I think Nate, like, Nate hard, had to pull, hard decision, but yeah, Nate had to pull out last minute because of Jaws. I don't know with John if maybe he's just keeping it fresh for you know the pipe event coming up, just you know, based off you know, he's just come back from those injuries and whatnot. It's probably just wants to focus on fucking pipe, pipe championship fucking kicking off the ct with a win and a, a world title but uh, i heard that nathan got hurt nathan got hurt at jaws and stuff and Shit. um i seen i even i think i even grabbed like a nine in his first seat i just don't know if he got a backup one um yeah he was but, among uh, the stand my, one of my favorite waves from the event was that that one where he knifes and then kind of stands tall for a split second and then pumps through that crazy one remember that one yeah, he's got the sickest style. That's Holy the thing. Shit. It's like I'm cheering for every guy on my team, but at the same time, I was just cheering for everybody. Well, they're all friends, and like it's it's such a sick event, you know. It's, it was um, one of those events, wasn't it? Like where you you just wanting to see people uh, get the wave of their life without getting hurt. And I guess, um, like you mentioned, like you know, Mike was a real highlight, and I thought it was kind of one for. A few of the old school cats, like, I mean, Slater in particular, like, you know, because they managed to get iconic waves 
without injuring themselves, man. And uh, I, I thought that was the, the real skill. I, I was watching guys fucking send it like <laughs> mad. And I was just going, man, like, like, and they're all, that's a young man's game. Like you, you don't survive to, to Mike and Slater's age with that kind of reckless abandon and, and still being able to surf pipe. That, that's kind of my take on it. Like, fuck, man, your number's got to come up. It's crazy how, I mean, even the Japanese team, those guys were just going straight kamikaze mode. It's nuts. But, like, it's like you said, like, like look at Kelly. Like, somehow he guys, like, doing his no-hand fucking magician shit and some of the younger guys get hurt. And, yeah, he's, Kelly's just so gnarly. So uh, he's just like fucking. He's just like playing with. It. It's like you said. His his knowledge of the place is just it allows him to do shit out there. That's like, you know, and and Mike too. Like, it's fucking unreal. Yeah, so cool for for the oh. sport and for everyone to see too. Obviously, I'm sure it inspires fucking everyone at all ages to stay pumped to keep surfing. Man, the froth levels are fizzing out of me right now. Just remembering it all, and 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 that no hand Slater one. That was for me. Mm, the definitely the most technical tube ride of the event. Yeah. I mean, there's one on one yeah. guys could have made it from that position. Uh, you know, it's super deep and, and he's just the master of that backside high line getting above the phone ball. You know, he's done it a few times at Chopes and um, he, he just read it so perfectly. Uh, yeah. He knew, he, he knew that, you know, grabbing the rail, like he would have got barked. He, he just had to weave and trust his ability. Fuck. That thing was crazy. Yeah, Mason was. We were just going over some of the highlights. We were watching the replay of me and him and his dad, and we were just fucking going off about that wave and just fucking how gnarly Kelly is and his approach and his techniques, just fucking second to none. Still, you know, I mean, fuck, that looked like Kelly at twenty, twenty. You know what I mean? Or better, fucking like when it comes to his barrel riding. Fuck, he's he's not slowed down an inch. Oh, you said it, man. Be- better is is actually accurate. I reckon. I reckon. You know, the Slater of today versus the Slater of like, when did he win his first one? Like 92 or 94? Like, you know, with the board technology and where it's at and where surfing's gone, I'm calling like, yeah. he'd, he'd give the OG Slater world champ a run for his money in, in waves like that. Oh, guarantee. That's, yeah, such a good call. Especially like you said with the equipment too. If you put it, you know, you put a teenage Kelly or early 20s Kelly against Kelly now, like, fuck i think fucking kelly now might take him especially with the equipment and his, his knowledge and everything um yeah it's it's fucking insane it's so cool to see oh man it's so cool to see and for the young guys man i, I still reckon when, when i add it all together in my mind i still reckon seth like he he kind of announced himself i mean not that he you already had at the pipe masters uh with that final and, and a couple of waves you know especially those backdoor ones but he was on just the ones that were literally death, but he was, you know, positioning perfectly and he, he was he was cautious enough where he wasn't getting chewed up on too many, but still making some of the craziest ones. I thought his approach was just really struck that perfect middle ground before, between, uh, you know, calculated and courageous. Yeah, I just know, like, you have, you know, and then Josh, right? Josh has won the, 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 the Vulcan Pipe Pro and then he won the Pipe Trials. Which are, you know, those are two of the hardest ones to win. And he won them, you know, against gnarly guys in really good conditions. It's like, you, with those two guys on the team, you're pretty much guaranteeing yourself, like, hey, these are two guys that, that could win. Like, and their approach, too, like, their approach when it's big and heavy and kind of a lot of chop on it or stuff, the way they're able to navigate those drops and the knives and everything, it's like, uh, Hello. The, uh, the, uh, fuck, though. Do you see the one that, um, Seth almost came out of? It was, 
probably, I think, one of the biggest waves of the whole event. I think if he would have come out of that thing, I'm pretty sure that thing would have been in the 11 to 12 range. Yep, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, that one was nuts. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, you know, interesting to note, too, like, the Monizas grew up on the south shore of Hawaii, right? Like, they didn't grow up yeah. on the north shore. Like, they had to learn to surf pipe like everyone else. And, yeah, they definitely had some help along the way through, uh, you know, the, the status of their old man over there. But, uh, yeah, man, those guys have, have ground out a, a pipe big wave slab game. Um, so yeah, just, just worthy to note that, I guess. Um, yeah. And then, and that's the thing with Benji too. Benji's like the, the Howley Moni stepbrother. <laughs> he's, he's, he's basically part of their family, you know? So it's, it's really cool having those three guys in a team together. Uh, alone is, is a special thing because you know they're not going to battle with each other those guys are going to push each other and work together because you know there are some teams because i've put a few of them together in the past and like you'll watch sometimes like guys within the same team will battle each other because they're not really going for the team win they're going for the individual win and um i feel like we've done a good job like you know last year we won and i put a team together in 2018 and we won but uh these guys are, are really cool and good about working together so it's pretty rad. So sick, man. And they haven't announced the winner yet. No, we're hearing we're hearing rumors, but you know how it is. Until they announce it, then it's all hearsay. Um, I I think I can I feel comfortable saying I I know Benji's in the running as far as I believe he had two tens and a seven, so uh, <laughs> I know that puts him right there. And. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But, no, they're going to wait to announce because what happened with Kalar? Yeah. They decided they didn't want to do the ceremony, and instead they wanted to do, like, a big prayer thing with everybody. And they're going to now announce the results uh, next Saturday. I love that. I love that, man. Yeah. That is uh, that is 100% in the spirit of this contest. And just the way Dehui runs it, man, it's such a... A, an amazing cultural experience uh, you know dr isaiah walker on the broadcast Connell mcgee on the broadcast like um you know this, these guys giving you all this history and and culture and uh folklore and oh man it, it's such a such an amazing experience as a as a guy from australia to kind of uh, get an insight into that world while watching the most mind-bending cones of all time <laughs> I mean, yeah, yesterday, I think yesterday was was up there in the books as far as, like, I've seen a few shootouts, and I feel like at least yesterday's that one-day thing was had to be up there with one of the best days because it was big, it was gnarly, it was consistent. Guys were getting fucking crazy ones. Obviously, people were getting hurt. Like, the intensity level was fucking through the roof. Man, I, I saw two competitors – get their helmets blown off them by wipeouts. Yeah. Kalar, you know, one of them, obviously, and, and now, you know, he wore that fucked up one on the head straight after. It's like a, a, a tripped out act of God that a guy could be wearing a helmet, get it blown off, and then wear that wave of um, Emio or Emio, like, yeah. straight after, man. Like, I don't know what the chances of that are. Um it and, and and obviously a Japanese competitor I also saw get flogged to within an inch of his life losing his helmet. But did you see? Did you see that wave? Amio's like, did you see on his like? I think he posted on Instagram. Did you see how thick that wave was that yeah. landed on Kalaz's head? Like, oh man, unbelievable! Like Mike was like, that looks like Chopu, like from taking it head on. You know, like yeah, that thing was absolutely 
psycho. And there's something about pipe, the way it TPs and apexes, it kind of puts more energy into certain parts of the waves than than others, if you know what I mean. It's like a dagger. Like if, if the dagger hits you, oh, man. You know, we've seen what it did to Owen and, um, you know, we're hoping Kalar is, is just, fuck, man, all the, all the love and um power in the world to him uh you put on such a performance that 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 second reef one on day one it's one of the the tallest drops uh, i can remember seeing at pipe that thing was like fucking looked like 15 foot plus on the drop uh and just ro- rolled through that first bit did it like kind of pocket rode that first bit like and then gets fully shacked on the next bit but that first bit that uh that he still managed to you know pocket ride through that thing was Right up there with the biggest pits I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was it was absolutely psycho. And it was gnarly too. You're keeping on your toes because obviously you're seeing guys like put their lives on the line. And then the first day Billy got hurt, and that kind of definitely threw the vibe off at the end of the day. Um, and then um, obviously the next day it was like fucking it was Makua got hurt, and then you know within a few seconds later that shit happened to Kala, and it was like that was the heaviest shit i've ever seen as far as i haven't been at pipe when someone's passed away but what was going on and you could see the intensity of the situation you know and you could tell it wasn't like an average rescue you could tell from far away that like you know his life was you know uh, on the cusp like he was on the cusp of passing away if he wasn't already passed away and they were trying to resuscitate him you know um it was fucking heavy man that is that's just sickening. Like I mean, the highs and highs of seeing your friends get the most insane waves ever, and then the lows of lows, you know, of like fuck, you know, seeing a friend possibly pass away. It was it was really intense, you know. And some of these guys had mixed emotions about paddling out after that whole thing. Um, you know, it definitely crossed my mind too. Like fuck, if one of my guys gets seriously injured or even can pass away because they surf at an event for my team, like you know. Usually at surf contest, that's the last thing you're thinking about. But yesterday, it kind of really puts you in perspective of just how fucking deadly that wave is. Yeah, I was, I was wondering what the feeling was amongst your, your, your team. Like, I mean, yeah, there was the potential to get the wave of your life out there. But at the same time, like, oh, my God, in order to get one, you were risking your life. Like, it was so deadly and uh yeah i mean far out like uh, what what was the story in the end with with billy's injury uh, i didn't actually catch that okay so billy just basically like tried to hook it under like he came off the bottom and he tried to pull in and just get under the lip and the lip i guess just got him and compressed him into his board and basically drilled his like i think his face in into his into his board so he didn't hit the bottom or anything like that. And I think it fucked his hip up too. And it fractured his jaw, I think is what he was yeah. telling me. Um, and then I know he, he, he buckled his hip. And it was funny because I was telling Billy, I think the day before, I'm like, why is it every time you get injured, you come back and get the most psycho wave or something at Jaws? So uh, it seems like he might get injured, but then he bounces back and just does, does something spectacular, you know? Um, so... He was okay. He got taken to the hospital, and I know his jaw is super sore and his hips banged up and whatnot. Um, I'm sure he'll be out of the water for a bit, and he'll probably come back and get some fucking 200-footer at Jaws or do something nuts because that's just how Billy is. Um, but he came back to the event the next day, and that's when I, was, I saw him. And he came to watch Kalak because Kalak's like his best friend, his little brother. I think Billy's like a big mentor for Kalak. So he just came to watch Kalak's heat. 
talked for a few minutes and then I walked away. And as soon as I walked away, I think that happened with Makua. Makua's wave happened. I'm not sure if you saw that, but like last minute, you know, it like jacked up super hard. He knew he couldn't go. He tried to like throw his board and it flipped him over. It was, it reminded me a lot of the one that uh, Andy had. You remember, you know, the famous like yeah. iconic one of Andy getting sucked over. Yep. It's like the same kind of thing, maybe not as clean where you could see all of his body, but you could see his body and the lip getting sucked over. I think that one definitely fucked him up. I'd seen he came up the beach, no helmet, and uh, fucking limping and stuff. And then uh, Emilio got his wave, and then or Claw got his wave, and then Emilio was behind him, and then and then from there it just got it, it was like surreal how intense that the, the setting got and i know like makai mcnamara was was doing really good in the event i think he at one point he was definitely leading the event and it was basically kind of actually between him and kala at one point um because kala is sitting on two nines and they take your top three so i think kala was just trying to cherry pick one more really good wave and you know could, could win the event but um i think makai was so rattled um from what he saw that, that he didn't even paddle out in his next, he, he wanted to go see how Kala was doing, you know, cause they're all really good mates. These guys have just grew up together and probably been through a lot of shit together or whatnot. So, um, yeah, he just passed on surfing the third round. He, and he was in a really good spot to win, but it just kind of shows what a good friend he is too, you know? Mm. And I think after that, it was like, if guys were friends with Kala and whatnot, then I think they had a really hard time, uh, paddling out. And um, I know that's how it was for our team because Seth and Josh and Benji um, are obviously really close with Kala. And then, you know, but Michael, that's that's his nephew. Like, by blood, you know, that's uh, Michael Ho's sister's son. So it's not like the uncle-uncle thing, but it's actually, like, bloodline uncle. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys were definitely, like, tripping on surfing after that happened. But yeah. wow. somehow they were able to put it to the side and and head out there and um yeah it was bad too because they were getting reports you know at one point they're like hey they just had to induce him into a coma and um i think that's exactly what happened right before they paddled out so i knew those guys were were really rattled out in the lineup because that was the last update they got and that's probably not the most uplifting update to get right before you paddle out to like death defying pipe Oh my lord, man! Yeah, yeah. fuck, that is the craziest scenario imaginable. Really, like it doesn't get more psycho than that. No, that thing had to be. I mean, I don't know at the the code red, you know, swell at ours or whatever, but as far as intense and shit, just it was fucked yesterday. Yeah, well, no one got too badly hurt that day. I mean, no, jug, no, Jughead got like could have been. Uh, you very easily could have been Kalar in that situation. But, man, it is crazy as well to watch how quickly the Water Patrol reacted with Kalar and yet still the serious condition he ended up in. Like, they, were, they seemed to be onto it straight away. I mean, but I guess when you're just knocked and you're underwater and your mouth's open, you're just fucking yep. filling up like a balloon with water so quick. And, the, and that's, I guess, what, what happened, you know, as far as um, the, the, the wave he... The wave he pulled on on the closeout, that one ripped his helmet off, right? Yep. Okay, so yeah, that one ripped his helmet off. And then from there, after that, him wearing that wave on the head, I think that thing just drilled him like face first into the, the reef. 
And I think that's what like knocked him out, cut it, cut his face really gnarly. I guess he's, I guess he's gonna have definitely uh, have a war wound to show to show it. But uh, then after that, I think he was out, you know. And I think he was taking in so much water. I think eventually he was like out, out. And uh, you could tell, like you said, that water patrol, they got to be the best in the world. is incredible. And even then, it's like you said, even then they still barely got him in time. Because just in that short period of time, I guess the amount of water that he took in was crazy. And then on top of it, the sand and everything else. But people that were there said when they did resuscitate him and they got that water out, there was so much water coming out of him. It was fucking like surreal. So, yeah, luckily those guys are the best of the best at what they do. And I know, like, Rocky Cannon and them on the microphone were, if guys went down, they were letting the water patrol know right off the bat. Like, these guys work really well together. It was um, extreme conditions calling for extreme safety measures. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. And also, uh, you know, the guy in that wave that, that did the damage to Kala, um, Amio, Holy smokes, man. I think he might have been the guy who sent it harder than anyone. Uh, I, I, holy shit. Like, I, he was just knifing these things backside that were like, and he wasn't necessarily making them either. Like, he definitely made a handful, but there was a couple that he knifed where I was like, oh, that's, that, that, that's, could be the best pipe wave ever. Like, that thing's, man, he was sending it, it no it, helmet as well. Like, you know, fuck. Oh, man. it's so funny you said that i was just talking with mace i got mace right here and i was just telling him like that kid was surfing like like he wanted to kill himself like like whether he was late whether he was too deep i mean he was just going on everything and it looked like he was just fucking a kid in a candy store like it was like he was in a sandbox he was just fucking loving it so like i i don't know i can't relate to that because usually you know at least a lot of the guys that i work with like they're they're making pretty safe smart decisions out there and this kid was just fucking new school you know he just had no no fear and no regard for his safety maybe or his skill level too backside barrel riding is oh my god so gnarly like it's going to be incredible to see what that kid does out there in the future because obviously he does not seem you know scared or hesitant about anything uh, as far as pipeline you could not fathom the positions he was getting into like no one else was was knifing drops like that backside that like like you seen his you seen his abs you seen him on instagram it's like he's a kid's ripped fuck he's got the beans and brown rice eight pack just all dick ribs and dangy hey big barrels and hot chicks he's he's killing it (laughs) man if you got mace there chuck him on yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So I just walked in. I had to catch the end of that. I was too good. Oh, how are you, brother? How are you feeling, man? I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about you, your cousin and the, the situation he's in. It's, it's so sad. Yeah, it's super fucking bummer. Bummer this year for sure. Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how really to put it into words. Just kind of just super bummed out. I feel bad for him and all the family you know and i'm feeling it too so like i thought i had it bad and then yeah he went through that yeah it just puts it all in perspective i guess yeah to say the least uh, (laughs) it really does man and i guess like yeah the intensity of the ocean on days like that like that's the both the appeal of it but 
Yeah, you kind of know it's there to kill you, but people escape with their lives. I watched people suffer like uh, life-threatening wipeouts. I probably saw a hundred of them yesterday. No one. I, I agree with you for sure. And then, I um, totally agree. Then, and then, the, yeah, when you uh, so heavy. And then, <laughs> yeah, so <here> you go. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, no, it's just so heavy. G- growing up here, you see like. Um, it's just crazy. I've noticed it's sometimes it's not the worst wipeout or the biggest wave or the craziest this or that. It could just be like kind of any time, anything, you know? So, so it's just so weird to try and figure out how to just go with all your heart and, and at the same time be, I mean, I guess safe or it's just weird. It's just, yeah, it's just fucking hard. I don't even know how to talk about it right now just because what happened to my cousin yesterday. It's like just words doesn't do anything justice, you know, or like for how crazy it is and how um, mind blown I am and just everyone around here probably too. It, it It's actually crazy because I had this weird realization yesterday where it's like um, it's happened to so many of our friends where, where you die out there and then you end up coming back and you make it that we've almost grown used to this miracle, you know, but it's like a miracle. Cause yeah, I don't know. I just felt really bad for Kalan. I was trying to figure it all out. And then it was just all of a sudden, like I just kept thinking he was going to make it, you know, even though I heard he wasn't totally not there, you know, but I was like, why do I just assume he's going to make it? Or like, why, why? Or like, whatever, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I just realized that it's like, we've got used to this miracle that happens and it doesn't often, or it's, I don't know. We're just all lucky it, it happens. You know, I think it's cause we got like the good lifeguards and the good water patrol and then the good, what is that? Ambulance first rescue or first response team or whatever. I think it's all, they all have it so down, you know, but it's, it's just scary. It's a bummer. We, we've grown used to like a miracle like that. And that was kind of tripping me out because yeah. then I know like it only lasts so long or I don't know. Fuck. No. Hard to put in words. I, guess. I know what you're saying, man. I, I think everyone kind of runs off that assumption. Cause like you said, like, I mean, how many times, I mean, even me watching surf films over the course of my life, like how many times have I seen a guy carried up the beach, a pipe in that condition and, um and survived and uh yeah it's yeah, heavy and, and, and it doesn't even have to be death like i've seen just knee injuries and and injuries that put people's career on like a different path you know or or whatever it's just like it's just the craziest way i think because it's so so perfect or, or so pretty too and if you're like a real surfer, you just want to get a piece of that beautiful beast, you know, but it is a, it is a beast, you know? So it's like just crazy. You gotta, sometimes they'll bite you, you know, or whatever. It's just crazy. Oh, that's it, man. It's, it is crazy. And it's something I've been talking to, to a few guys. I was just chatting to Marty Paradisus yesterday about just this, like, I guess we've been surfing. It's all about like, chasing the peak experience right it's like you kind of you gotta fucking you just want to be in the, the biggest pit that you can get yourself into but like, yes. like there needs to be a spiritual component to that there needs to be some kind of like respect 
for waves and, and, and knowing that like, you know, you can't pack too many, you can't fall off too many times, especially once waves are in the, the size of like eight foot and above, like, you know, any of those waves can, can kill you pretty easily. And uh, for sure, it's like, just like know. making your chances high of just the more you want it and the more you go out and the more you try and chase it. You're not only gaining all this knowledge to do it better and deeper and crazier next time, but it's all just really research and, and fucking learning lessons, you know? And sometimes, yeah, you're just, if you're always in the lab, you know, like shit's bound to explode sometimes, you know, and fuck to get, to get really good at it or to be the best at it. You got to get fucking real close to that explosion and fucking, I don't know. It just gets, it's just crazy. Like, like you said, did you, you got to start getting spiritual or I don't know. It's just, it's really hard to explain right now. I just so keep thinking hard. of my cousin. It's just hard to put into words. I don't know how to like explain it with the respect that it deserves. You know, I feel like my words are just too short. That's <laughs> it, man. Yeah. You're so close to it. And yeah, I can't imagine what you and your family's going through right now. And I mean, you know, in fairness to Kyle, like it was a wave that hit him on the head. Like he was caught inside. It could have been a freaking water photographer. I watched, a water photographer's copper totally. on the head, like in the same yeah. spot he wore it pretty much. Oh, well, actually, he was more on the reef, but yeah, no, you're like right. You know, wave. well, he did, but he wasn't like yeah. the wipeout fucking hurt him. It was, yeah. yeah, no, it's crazy. That's that's yeah, I've heard of a few people too getting get are getting it like really hurt that way too, not even on a wave. Like, there was a photographer or a few photographers that died out there. I remember when I was younger. And it was like getting caught inside, and then, like I think it was that back door when I was younger. The, the mozo guy passed away, and then, and then yeah, dude, that place is just so heavy. And he didn't make it. They, they, they didn't bring him back. So it's just so heavy. Like so it's heavy. A, we realized a lot on that one. Yeah, I think that that one I've seen. I've had like my best best friends pass away too and make it like Kalani Chapman and Mikey, my friend Mikey Red, he, he did it, and my friend Dusty mm-hmm. went through it. And we've, I've just been there so many times and thought I felt it as close as I could without doing it myself, you know. And then just my cousin or Kalad did that yesterday, and I was like the probably the that one got me really good or I was like really trying to figure it out, you know, cause, cause we're all just going to keep doing it, you know, but it's like, where, how do we do it smarter, you know, or how, how do we do it and keep the tradition going, you know, but, but in the, the best way, mm, that's <laughs> it's it, kind of just tricky. <laughs> I'm, I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking of like, Sir Edmund Hillary is the, the first guy to climb Mount Everest. And the, the parallels between Pipe and Mount Everest are so similar in, in, in a lot of ways. It's like, you know, they're, they're both so deadly, but exhilarating and the ultimate challenge. Sir Edmund Hillary, I'm pretty sure he climbed Everest and then like never really climb, climbed again. Um, oh, it's uh, almost like Sean Bailey. <laughs> so similar, man. Yeah, I remember Briley saying like, you know, he hung it up because he was pretty much going to kill himself out there. Um, yeah, he got the full on. He got a Mount Everest wave for sure, and just hung it up. Yeah, and it's like th- that's yeah. the real question, I guess. That everyone in that game in that event has to kind of weigh up. It's like, uh, 
yeah, how many times are you going to keep conquering Everest and like, how do you, right. how do you balance well, the health aspect? So true. Well, well, we have it pretty warped over here, like for me and my family, because my dad still stuck at on the, or stuck at going to Everest or like so so we don't know the fucking line like we don't know when the, now I'm thinking okay I'm going 65 then if because I've always just my blueprint to life has been just kind of aim for dad's theories and and if if it's something he did and he didn't like doing he'd usually tell me like hey I did this route and it don't work for what you want so you should do this route and it's been working. So he hasn't told me to slow down out there or stop. So I'm thinking I might try to go to 65 like, like him, but, but, and then the other one is uncle Derek. Like he, he surfed it. He was more crazy than almost anyone. I think when it came to pipeline, cause he would literally just pull up. He, he would just hear if someone told him pipe was good, he'd just show up with his board and like nine times out of 10, he was just going to paddle out if someone told him it was good. So, and usually it wouldn't even be that good. Some people would just see him. I, I remember people would see uncle Derek and just assume that he wanted to hear that pipe was good because he'd be out there all the time when it was shitty even. And so guys would just tell him, Oh, I heard pipes good. And my, my uncle Derek would always just like, paddle straight out so i don't know like like it just makes me think i never ever ever want to stop surfing pipeline because those are my two guys i want to copy and then i noticed everyone's given gives them like really nice like a they give them a like respect you know like kind of a cool respect um just because they still surf, you know, and I think it was because of all it was everyone's first love are all like the surfers, you know, so mm. it's it's kind of cool to see an older uncle, you know, like if he's a hunter, if he's still hunting or fucking if he's a whatever, you know, so it's it's almost like you get like a community, like a little respect from the community, you know, you're still doing what you love. And I don't know, I always thought that was a cool deal, you know, and then I see all the other guys kind of surfing when they're older now, like talking about dad like oh your dad or your uncle i'm gonna fuck i want to serve till the end you know so i think i think they kind of like inspired a lot of us to to just try to be healthy enough to to kind of conquer everest until you're 70 or or whatever that's that's it (laughs) man yeah man like your old man uh and, and Derek, like Man, they're like the senseis. They're like the the, the grandmasters of the dojo, yes. you know. Like, yes. And yes, um, the grandmaster. I love that that fucking name. Yeah. Or and, the grandmaster. Yeah, bro. And 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 even Slater, like watching his performance yesterday, and 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 watching how, you know, how do you survive to fifty two or sixty five, and 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 in in those kinds of conditions, it's it's mind blowing, but. You, yeah, what, you watch what they're world. doing out there and it's like, oh yeah, they're like super cautious and like, you know, they, they have so much knowledge and expertise and, and so much respect for the potential um, of the injury. And, and that really governs the, where they position themselves and the waves they go and, and they're not gung ho, you know, so yeah, no pun well, intended. Dude, it's super weird. No, no. Well, I like, I like that one too, but, um, was that named no, after you that weird. It's funny for dad. Like if you want me to be honest for dad, it's, it's kind of funny. I don't know if it's like a kid thing or what, but he's like, he, 
he's pretty care. He is very calculated, but I've noticed with my dad and even yeah, I noticed with my dad and even sometimes when I have a little spring of goodness or whatever, I noticed it's like a, um, you think you kind of go out just using all the knowledge you possibly can, but there comes a point where you can't be too cautious or too careful out there or else you're not going to get the waves that, that you want or you're not going to get the rides. Like, like even my dad was telling me, I'm not getting as barreled as I want. Like, I'm just going to start going on closeouts already so I can at least know I'm going to get barreled. And I was just thinking, wow, your whole blueprint or your whole master plan, you're just throwing it out the window and you're going to fit fucking the, the one all the Groms do that can't get a good wave, you know, or whatever, all the crazy psychos. Just so I'm going to get a closeout, you know. But I've noticed with Dad, he when he does good or whatever, he's like has this gnarly plan and he usually does something. I don't know if it's cause he's getting older or something, but he does something to kind of piss himself off. Like he, he like doesn't hit a goal or something he wants or doesn't get the wave fast enough that he wants. So he goes into like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going on this next one. And then it's usually like lately it's been kind of a, it could so easily go bad and I just see him barely, like barely, barely pull it off. And then, and then it's usually the best shit I've ever seen. Like the last few times you had, he's had a highlight moment. It was cause he was mad at himself and like pushed it and did something pretty dumb. But, but it's almost like once you get into that good or once you're like in that dumb situation, if you're, if you're gnarly enough, you could usually pull it off and it comes out kind of, cool and i think that's what dad's been doing lately bro man i fully reckon that's what i, I feel like i watched that go down that that uh that one he knifed like on the orange board yesterday i, yeah. I think benji was like man someone was like five meters deeper than him and fucking looking at it like they wanted that thing and they're like oh no uncle mike's going holy shit and that thing was psycho <laughs> man like it was fucking the stiff trade offshore and he's just like stuck the drop going, got huh? pitted fuck it was i think i know that one yeah oh he almost God. did a little air yeah he kind of just like lit a little like got got weightless for a second and it caught yeah and then he got the head but the little he got kind of barreled down, made it. He was all pissed on that one. He's like, bro, I want to get more deeper. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I could tell what do it, I do? Yeah, that's the wave, yeah, man. He did a little snap on the end, but like, I mean, yeah, that's 65, the one, yeah. bro, to be, he would have, to get deeper, he would have had to position himself exactly where Benji was sniffing around at it. Well, that's what he said too. He was funny. He was like, I was watching them. They, they just, when the set comes, they paddle in. He was like, I was trying to paddle out on a couple and they'd paddle in. Like, he's like, Seth paddled in on this one and he's like i was like whoa okay that's how we do it now or he's like i like that like i like and then the next one one of them he said he made sure like when they're all outside he he when the steps came he paddled in he tried to go in more and and he kind of got one but he was saying he was over the frame grabs he, he wants a fucking he's over the frame grabs where just you have to pause it he's like you know and you got what do you call him a screen grab or <laughs> He's like, I'm over. He's like, I'm over that shit, bro. Like, I don't want one of those where it just looks cool for a second. He's like, I want a clip. And I was like thinking, I was like laughing because I was like, bro, I just, I remember growing up, I'd, my dream was to watch his old segments with him there. And he'd always just be so over watching himself. And then even like 10 years ago, we'd get clips of him. He'd be like, bro, get that camera out of here. Like, I want to see you or your sister, not me. And I'd be like, bro, I don't know. 
But now I, he's just gone the full flip. He's like, where's my, I want to see my clip. I want to get a good clip. Everyone gets clips. And I'm like, crap, it's always been like that. <laughs> well, maybe you're only catching on now. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That backdoor clip was one of the best waves of 2022. And uh, I mean, look, I think that yes. the, the clip and the photo thing, like, uh, it's like the industry's kind of created that. It's like the, this hologram of what surfing is. It's like, oh, you not only felt the experience of being on that wave, but, but then you come in and, you, and, and it's like really what what really validates that wave is, is how it looks to everyone else. But it's like, that, I don't know if that's really why, why we should be doing it, but it is, if you know what I mean. Like it's, uh, the reason we're doing this shit is, is for what it feels like. And I can't imagine what it felt like for your old boy to, to knife that one, like in those conditions yesterday, that, that, that to me was one of the ways right. con- contest. Um, I mean, I all things it. considered, all things considered. What the closeout one or the one he knifed? The one he knifed and, and kind of got, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all things considered, he, he that was psycho. That one. Yeah, no, I was so proud of him. I'm so, I'm so proud of him. I'm always like, really, it, it's really weird for me when I, I just remember growing up as a kid that it was literally my dream was to watch my dad in heats. Yeah, that was like probably the happiest times in my whole life besides the peak moments of surfing while I'm out there, you know, or whatever. Watching him in heats was like my favorite. And then I remember once I kind of got old enough, I kind of got, I started learning about the ocean, you know, I remember he'd go out for these heats and I kind of started getting a little nervous for him or scared, like just knowing the ocean. Cause growing up, my dad's always kind of taught, like my dad always taught Coco and I like, respect the ocean like times 10 you know that that's why coco and i almost weren't even surfers growing up we we never wanted to be surfers like my dad kind of he kind of made the ocean seem super scary and like don't go by it and respect it and mm. whatever you know so so it was always crazy and, and luckily we naturally kind of like went went to it you know and then he sure didn't say no but he was like, he made it really scary where I remember there's a while where we didn't even want to surf and he'd be like, yep, see you later. Yes, I get to go surf by myself. Like, <laughs> see you kids. And and I remember I was like, yeah, okay, it makes them happy. We don't, we're not surfing. Let's stay safe, you know? And, and oh, yeah, we wouldn't even surf. So, so I would like watching him as a kid. But then when I got older, I kind of knew how scary the ocean was and I got nervous for him. And then now it's like, I'm really scared when he goes out, you know, I'm just like, fuck. Cause, cause I feel like I'm using all our lives for myself, you know, or like all the little <laughs> cats, nine lives, you know? And then when I see him going, I'm just like, gets me a little nervous and, and I'm excited and, and it's a little mix of all that, you know, <laughs> excitement and nervousness and pumped for like dad to go out. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah, I was really wondering exactly what your take take was on, on him surfing yesterday and, and the day before for that matter. Um, and you just said it. But, man, also just quickly, like, really interested to know your, your highlights from the event. I mean, uh, Moana's wave after the, the comp ended, uh, obviously one of uh, the greatest waves ever ridden by a woman. I mean, I, I people kind of like, definitely the best wave by a female pipe in terms of being the best barrel ever, I think like people forget that Paige Arms was like fucking packing some psycho West Bowls at uh, Jaws. I feel like that was fucking 
Was yeah, eight, right. Eight yeah, yeah. Ago, as far know, as like, craziest girl. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Um, no, yeah, the Moana's barrel. Moana's barrel was definitely one of the highlights. I actually left that day, so I didn't get to see it personally, but I seen it online. Like when I got home, my sister showed me, and um, dude, I was actually blown away because I, I know she's always like, as a pipe surfer, you always want a wave like that. That's kind of like the dream wave, right? Like just a giant left barrel that spits hard and looks all pretty so i know she's wanted that super bad and and i've been out there with i've been out there a bunch when it's doing that and and i see like all the boys just like just going crazy not really giving an inch you know and then she still gets hers but nothing quite like that so i and and i could tell she always wanted one you know but it's all even like the craziest men out there can't even get one you know so it's just kind of like a little tricky and hard, I think, as for a girl. But for her to, like, nail that, how she did, it, it was super cool just because there's it, – it's always nice getting waves during events because there's all the cameras and all, all the people watching and all your sponsors. There's kind of – they, they kind of focus in around that time on the spot. So for her to, like, nail it like that, like the timing and just get a wave that was that incredible and, and to be a girl to do that is probably, like – probably just yeah like record like groundbreaking you know she's like really starting a movement for all the young girls all the girls out there so that was that was really cool i thought that was really special about the event because even last year bethany and her and everyone did some groundbreaking pipeline work for the girls so it was cool to see her level it up again you know like each year it's getting better so so cool to be a part of it and just see it yeah and before I leave you, man, like any any other kind of highlights or, or standout moments, um, you know, from the event. Well, like- for yeah, well for me, my my favorite, my favorite moment was because I I got dad right here too. He walked in. He'll he'll answer a quick one or two yeah, if, bro, if you want. Chucky, Chucky got him. For sure. Chucky got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad'll do a quick one whenever you you can nail him. But 100%. Um, quick, I guess quickly. My my favorite highlights was. Yeah, that Moana wave probably, or, or but I wasn't in seen in person, but I definitely felt the impact. And then um, my dad got the, that crazy. I I thought I was super stoked on that one wave that you're talking about because because that's what I love to do. He exactly, he did like the barrel, the late drop, the turn, the everything, and to see him do it was awesome because he's just still doing it. And then, um, but I, I like the big wave, the big closeout at the end, like. When he just took, <clears throat> it looked like the biggest wave of the heat. Because I was really watching the snap heats, trying to like analyze and break down the snap heats, just pretending like I was in them, and um, like from from the TV, and I was just just really analyzing it. And I seen it looked like the biggest heat of the whole day, and I was like, oh, this is always fun to be a part of the biggest wave of like, not the day, but of the heat, you know, and um. And then, and then I seen dad all of a sudden the screen was showing the wave come through and I'm like, fuck, someone could be out there on a bigger board. This is, uh, maybe I could have whatever. And then boom, I see dad take off and then, um, just pull in into the closeout with a, a no grab. And it looked sick. Cause it looked like, um, it reminded me of like, um, just all the young kids that have six style or like Bruce, you know, or Andy when they were back in the day or whatever just he had like that young he looked like some young grom just trying to draw some crazy line so i was like laughing like i knew it was my dad but i was like right when he did his line i was like oh fuck is this like 
is this John John or is this Baron? Who the fuck is this? Like, is that Bruce again? Like, so, so I was like stoked. Like he did the Grom line and knew it. And, and then he almost made it out and jumped off. And I was a little nervous and bummed and scared too, again, just cause I was thinking about my cousin. So I was like, kind of like, Oh no, dad, come on. And then, and then he, he, yeah, he got out of there safe. So, so everything was perfect. Oh, not perfect. Everything was nice for yeah, man, yeah, for the moment. I know what you're saying. Yeah, man. Oh, we'll just, yeah. If the man of the the moments there, chuck him on. I'd love to get his take. Yeah, on yeah. Here, slip him on. Cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bye, Uncle Thanks Mike. Oh, it's actually Jed. It's his. It's his offside. It's Jed, of Jed it's Ron's partner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. said I was hooked up with whatever. Yeah, Jed. Yeah, we told him. I told him a little bit of your guys' podcast, The Flair. But yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> not Sick. really updated with all this stuff. I still got a flip phone. Ah, perfect, mate. Stay <laughs> on the flip phone. Uh, it's all gone down. Yeah, guy. Mason keeps me updated and Coco, so everything's cool. Yeah. Sick, man. Yeah, we'll um, man, talk us. We'll just talking through the, the big closeout stance, or you pack like a maniac. I mean, talk. talk you, you were you provided several of the highlights um from the event yesterday. I'm calling like all things considered, uh, you know, really inspirational surfing and and courage. But obviously, in the background of your mind throughout all of this um you know you your nephew is in a, in a serious condition like how are you kind of where was the head at well well there was um you know it's a bittersweet day for everybody you know because everybody was really happy about uh getting that kind of surf and just having expression session heats and not really competing just having fun with your team so Mostly when that heat started, Josh Moniz, uh, Coco told him that uh, my nephew was in, just went into coma. So I was going to paddle in. Then I decided to catch one in because paddling in is probably harder than catching one. Uh, so I just, uh, when the heat started, I figured I'd get one, get out of there. But after I got one, I said, oh, wow. Maybe another one, but like, yeah. So I was kind of really thinking about uh, Kalal, and I was also thinking about my brother. Um, so I just wanted to send one for my boys, and I was just praying and tearing at the same time. And uh, yeah, it was an emotional rescue for a, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, that's it, man. I mean, what would they prefer you to do in that situation? I'm tipping they they wouldn't want you to paddle in; they'd want you to fuck in. Do your best. And yeah, I know Coco wanted me in, so I just thought I'd go in. But yeah, I just sat there. It was too. I just paddled outside and sat there for a little bit, just suck it all in and uh, look to the sky. Just ask Derek for a little, a little love for his cousin. And yeah, that's, be- uh, that's beautiful, yeah. man. He, he's he's so far. We hear he's doing okay. He's still hooked up, and they'll, we'll, he's not able to talk or anything. But he's uh, conscious and writing. They write the nurse writes, and he writes back. And so, so yeah. So it's, it's from being almost gone to where he is now is a big. They said it was a big jump. So yeah, that was the most important part of the whole day is to have everybody um breathing.
Oh man, <laughs> that's great yeah, news. So but, yeah, his his brain is is functioning now. You know, yes, yes, everything's oh, that's good. Great. That's that's good. So we're just we're just keep keep the prayers going. All Sick good. man, hundred percent. Yeah, everybody's everybody's love and mana that they send from all over the world. I guarantee you, the man was listening and just helping how they always how he always does. But yeah, so stoked about that. Like just changed the whole outlook of yesterday or the and the whole thing. Because there's like Makua, Billy, then in the evening, Wakita. I don't know what happened yet. Or I, one of the Wakitas, I don't know if it was the older one or not, but uh, the dad or the son. But yeah, I heard the ambulance was there at dark. So I don't know about that one. So there's like Shit. four major injuries in the last two days. I was like saying, okay, I uh, might have to check out of this place for, for yeah for a bit <laughs> man yeah we were just me and mason were just discussing that you know it's, it, it kind of has parallels with conquering everest uh, or climbing everest in a lot of ways and it's like how many times do you want to do it and and how do you yeah uh, yeah exactly you can uh, get a hundred good waves and it only takes one to just change your whole life and might not be for the best but and might you know just be really bad so even if guys don't get major injuries out there. Some somehow that that place will uh, remind you about it in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you you mentioned those names, man. Like you're literally talking yeah. about four They're, of the the most exactly. storied characters from Pipeline. To, you know, Wakita's got the bowl named after him. Makua is a, an icon of the North Shore. Billy Kemp. Yeah, and there's like uh, Kalala. Just like there's from Dusty Payne to Mikey Red to. Uh, Cole Christensen, we can go yeah. on and on and the best have been done. I mean, yeah, it's just I can you you know you know already, but um, yeah, I'm just thankful everybody's here today, and man, yeah, man, you you've surfed so many pipe events over the years. You've surfed pipeline and, and clocked up probably more vision out there than uh, anyone alive. I mean, talk us through the conditions uh, on, on both, uh, was it day one and two or day two and three, whatever it was, the, those two um, days that ran in a row. Like, I mean, the, 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 the first day, like the fucking giant building, like second reef pipeline. I've never actually watched an event uh, unfold live in those kinds of conditions. Man, it was harrowing. It, it was actually um, really good because there was two peaks. You could sit out the back and catch some, or you could sit in there where the young guys like to just turn around and right underneath it. So there's two places to go and just, um, you'd get probably 80 or 50, 60% more waves on the inside having a go. But if you got the good ones out the back and you got to roll in and got the right one, you could um, get a big score. And um, yeah, the kids, they're just so good nowadays. They're, it's, they're on a different level. So they just turn around right under and yeah. <laughs> but back to that day, the first day, yeah, it was um, a little bigger. I didn't really get any waves in my heat. So I, I knew I was supposed to go in, but I figured just paddle way out the back and try to get one in instead of get a ride in since I'm out there. So I kind of just stayed out there when I shouldn't have, but I was just way up so far away at the uh, second reef that I figured if I was coming and one of the guys in the heat 
what wanted it, then I'd kick out. But at the same time, I said, I don't think I'm going to kick out. I'll just take whatever they tell me I did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I did that for the first two heats because I didn't get one. I finally took off, I think, and I broke my board. So, I, well, I probably got a 0.5. So I said, hey, two heats, zero, one wave. Oh, my gosh. So then, uh, that was, but both heats, I did the same thing. I, I didn't go in. I just went out the back, which is to get pipeline by yourself. And second reef was just amazing. And I was just uh, sitting out there just thinking about my uh, little brother. And like the last time I surfed out there that big was with him back in what, 2020 backdoor ones one here one there but not like putting my time in and so i haven't been surfing pipe so just to get the opportunity and see what kind of conditions that i knew we were going to be was just unreal because it was like slight offshore slightly glassy so it's like um it's so much easier when it's that kind of condition than it's when when it's the normal trades uh so much harder to catch so i i knew that from back in the day i used to have to surf a lot of heat so the, the trades are really strong that's why guys they call that what they call that the, the maui glass oh those uh, <laughs> the guys in maui know how to ride all the wind but um <laughs> yeah usually at pipe it's windy too but uh it was just epic conditions for those two days and yeah the guys were just ripping <laughs> amazing oh, I, I can't imagine yeah. what it's like to, to sit in the ocean alone in that kind of energy like um you know we're talking like it was crazy to watch actually live on the broadcast you know at the start of the day it was kind of straight and, and i'm guessing north and then you're just watching this swell feeling through the day and it's you can see it through the drone footage coming down the coast and then bending around the reefs refracting into these giant wedges um that you know fuck, they're just tp'ing around the joint long energy a long period energy uh man i can't imagine what that's like and you know kalara actually in my opinion kind of got the, the best one on that first day and, and one of the craziest waves i've ever watched in real time that that big wedge uh on kind of one and a what do they call it like one and a half reef or like in between first and second that thing was so terrifying but, uh, I thought that was amazing. I, I thought the same thing. And um, believe it or not, um, Pipeline's a goofy foot. Uh, uh, they got such advantage out there. The backside is you set your line. I know there's there's John John. There's a few guys. There's Slater. There's this guy, that guy. There's Mason. There's a, there's a bunch of guys that can make some really good waves. But being goofy foot, you can – fade you can speed up you can stop you can uh you can change your speed is what i mean you can get on the uh stay on your inside rail or or, or even even go flat to slow it down but once you're backside you set your line you set your you hold your rail you set your line and you get what you get so if you go a little bit too fast you miss the tube it's too late you can't and you, i think front side Cause I know when I go right, I can know when I'm going to get barreled or not. And if I'm not, I'm like, I'm trying to fade to make sure I get barreled or, and when you're in, you try to speed up to get out. So front side 
for that wave to me, when it's like that, the goofy foots are just on. Mm. I mean, because you, you just get that little extra part to sneak out the doggy door. Yeah, and I think on day two, the conditions are a bit different, but that, that wave, uh, what you're saying there really reminds me of the wave Kelly got out there. Just, you know, he kind of surfed it almost like a goofy foot, like he was weaving no hands through the pit. Um, the, the, yeah, that's the dexterity. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. I was going, there's Slater, there's one guy, but I seen some of the goofy foots just, um, Wakita's son, I seen uh, Balaram, uh, uh, um, Volcom kid. Balaram? Balaram, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I seen some of these, the goofy foots just uh, standing room only, just stop and drop and stop. Yeah, like you can't really drop and stop when you're um backside unless you got you just got this weird weird thing like john john and slater and few guys baron may i can i can name probably probably 10 now before five but there's there's not many as front siders can rip that wave in from anywhere once they take off and they time it right if they get their positioning right i just think it's a a goofy foot's uh paradise yeah, yeah, and I mean, obviously, a day of mixed emotions. But um, for you, like, you know, what were your personal highlights, and also, you know, who who were your kind of the standout waves or standout performers? It's funny, like, I didn't watch every heat. I was like running around, just so excited to be a part of it. So I come home, uh, drive home, and look, see traffic, get get ready. Eat, eat a papaya and some bananas and some honey. Jump back on my bike, go back down. So I miss a lot of it. And I was just like, I even missed, like, I probably wouldn't have surfed this, that last seat if I heard and knew about it. But I found out about it uh, already getting ready to, getting ready to go out. I think I heard a little bit, but I, I thought I heard he was, Semi, semi decent. So I just thought I'd make a move because I wasn't around, seeing all the action. If I seen the action, I would have been probably way more devastated. than so that that's why I ended up going out. I didn't know, you know, I was just doing my thing and uh, going out. I wasn't watching all the time, but when I was there, I was watching, and these guys were uh, just going for it. And yeah, I, it was hard for me to say what highlight or what I was watching. I just don't want to say something I didn't see, but yeah, whatever I seen every time I turned my head and looked, somebody was going in and coming out or going in and not coming out, but they were on. Yeah. They were on fire. Hundred. <laughs> they were all on. I'm oh baffled. God. Yeah. Yeah. All the guys are on. And it's so that was such a good vibe. Like, um, with each other, even the heats before you and the heat after you, You'd be cheering the guys before you, cheering the guys after you, cheering the guys with you. So it was, it was like an expression session, which pretty much explained it all. And just to get the waves that good, that was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, you've seen some pipe swirls come and go, man. Like, where does that one rate amongst the best you've seen, I guess? Jeez. Um, there's still a little backwash. I've seen it better. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys, a lot of the kids were claiming that was the best 
they ever seen it and I've seen it better. It was good. It was, yeah, you, you get, <laughs> I don't know. Chucky's right here. He just walked in and <laughs> like he's listening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fair enough, man. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, glad you said it. It's just so, it's, it's true. There was backwash, um, you know, at the start of the Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, you, you get the ones in between and just everybody is so excited because every person got a good one. So everybody's so used to surfing with a hundred guys. Like, um, it's just feels like the best day they ever had in their life. But yeah, there's a lot of better days. Oh man. Yeah. Well, mate, I'm uh, so grateful for your time and, and, and just for your presence uh, on planet earth, brother, and, and, and what you're doing and, uh, and your family, man, you've created a dynasty of beautiful people. And Hey, I just really, I just really want to thank all you guys for all the support and the love you guys give my family and myself, and my brother. Like I never really get to say this to to all the people because I'm not even I don't even have a computer or anything so I don't really it's the first time I really talk to anybody I'm just kind of um, staying out of it since my brother I just kind of got a little memorial for him at his surf spot down at Mokalea I just go down there and uh, hang out and uh, just try to deal with it I know grieving it's not the best for you but just trying to get it out still i'm just I, it's all good though but i just want to thank all you guys for supporting the family and just supporting all surfers and in general for stuff you guys do because i'm i swear without you guys i'm still getting a a buck here and a buck there just because of you guys <laughs> oh man i hope so yeah. i sincerely I'm hope serious, so man. man yeah well, i'm serious bro i got chicken skin but hey man you have a good freaking new year and i hope i get to see you in person and we talk shit see tell the bond hundred percent <laughs> let's roll on up we'll, we'll pack okay, a couple bro, bro and i'm right gonna, on, I'm gonna sit, skin my bro that's it man i'm gonna sit down and say some prayers for your nephew right now and uh yeah beautiful chatting with your brother thank you right on my brother chicken skin all the way thank you bro see you bro Mahalo. shoot bro Good to hang out. Yeah, man. That was great. Thank you so much. Appreciate all you guys. Fucking legends. Hello? Yo. Yeah, man. I can hear. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yo, yo, yo. That's weird.